scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Friday night freak show has begun as the Los Angeles Lakers take one step closer to another NBA championship. 124-114 final score. Amazingly enough, despite the fact that they didn't have Gordon Dragic, despite the fact that they didn't have Bam uh, out of bio, the Miami Heat, cover the number as the number closed at 10 and a half and you know what they say good teams win great teams cover although lebron james could care less about your half point uh lebron james and the los angeles lakers now just two wins away from an nba championship that just feels inevitable right now uh, doesn't it um but you got to believe that bam abadeo is going to be back at some point in this series uh miami's not going to roll over but the lakers i don't know man the lakers are just that good uh, right now, and the Lakers uh, sense, man, like a like you know, it's not like a shark, man. You know, a shark sees uh, blood in the water, uh, smells, sees, senses, whatever the hell a shark does, I don't know. Uh, but sharks, uh, you know, they get the job done, and that's what the Los Angeles Lakers are doing uh, right now. Game goes way over uh, the number. All right, so right now, over betters, um, you know, celebrating a, a high-scoring basketball game in. The NBA Finals. We're going to run the gauntlet here this evening. Steve Merrill's going to step up and in. We're going to break it down. College football. We've got baseball. We've got NFL football. I don't know. You know what? I'm in an NFL mood tonight. So we're going to focus on some NFL. But college football, we're going to break it all down. we got Tony Finn in Vegas. we got Steve Merrill, Virginia, uh, repping this evening. we got Major League uh, Baseball uh, as well as um, the Next round is now uh, set. Uh, we're taking a couple of days off before we get uh, back at it. Uh, but uh, we got some uh, quality stuff as uh, the Miami Marlins shut out the Chicago Cubs and San Diego shuts out uh, the Cardinals. San Diego uh, now get the Los Angeles Dodgers. And this is going to be a real series, man. As good as the Los Angeles Dodgers are, they're going to have their hands full with a San Diego uh, team right now playing with house money. Uh, although it all comes down to San Diego's uh, health and pitching situation. We're breaking it all down. We're running the gauntlet. The Friday Night Freak Show. Merrill, Finn, bring it. This is Sports Rage. Benton. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Wait, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Jerry, it's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Sports Rage Late Night, Friday Night Freak Show. Let's do this. It's a football Friday. Uh, We're talking college football. We'll get into the National Football League. In fact, we'll go uh, game by game. Uh, this evening, although we always say that, and we never do, um, it's hard to get to every game, all right? It's hard to get to every game, <laughs> but we'll do our best. We'll get into the college football card, Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, we've got some series prices uh, set right now. 
Uh, we got Tony Finn going to step up and in a little bit later on uh, from Las Vegas, uh, Nevada. And, uh, of course, the last, uh, I don't know, man, the last uh, six months, eight months, uh, it's been a crazy, a uh, lot of crazy uh, stuff going on uh, in the world. Last night when we were on the air, Donald Trump tested positive for coronavirus, and uh, now it's more serious. Uh, he's got a fever. He's in the Walter Reed uh, Hospital, Memorial Hospital uh, right now. Um, but to me, the blockbuster news of the day is the fact that Salino and Barnes is just Salino. And I know that they broke up, but Salino and Barnes, your personal injury attorneys. That's one 888 888 Salino and Barnes. Uh, Barnes is no more. All right. Barnes was in a plane crash uh, today. 2020. I don't know. Um, you know, really. And I don't say this disrespectfully at all, our condolences, but uh, I don't know who had this in, uh, in the 2020 pot, uh, in a 2020 pool. Like, really, like, what, what, what's, what's going to happen next? Let's bring in Steve Merrill right now. Steve, what can possibly, I don't even know, like, my, and I have, I have a pretty vivid imagination, Merrill, trust me. And even my vivid imagination is uh, drawing blanks here, bro. I'm telling you, man, 2020 is not over yet, Steve, <laughs> right? Like, January 1st is still a little ways away. And I guarantee you, crazy-ass stuff will happen between now and January 1st, Merrill. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay, all things considered, right? I mean, you and I have been doing okay for 2020. <laughs> Could be worse. Um, I'll say this one, Gabe. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in Virginia, of course. The hurricanes always concern me. And if you told me we'd have a record amount of named storms by September, we'd already had like 16 named storms. And we haven't gotten hit that hard other than like a couple hours of losing power with the EZIA or whatever that passed through the other month. Um, I would not have taken that bet. So I'm still not feeling like we're out of the woods in the hurricane season yet. So that'll be my 2020 prediction for the last, the last three months here. Something's going to hit us. Yeah, you know what? Actually, it's a good point, Steve, because uh, I remember in the old days, you're right. You and I have been doing this a long time. And I mean, you, you've had a lot of weather problems over the years with phones and, oh, yeah. and video connections. You're right. It's like, wow. He is in the middle of a hurricane right now, so you know we'll uh, you know we'll we'll cut him some slack uh, for this. So uh, Steve, I know. Listen, you're a political guy, and you know we have some fun with this stuff. It, you know, it, it is what it is. We're not going to get into any any policy talk or anything like that. But I know you're always fascinated by the numbers, and you and I talk about this stuff. And I saw you last night immediately talking about uh, the numbers and. There's been massive uh, impact with those numbers, stock market numbers, overseas numbers. In fact, a lot of sports books have pulled uh, the election uh, right now. But, you know, Steve, for the younger people that don't aren't aware, but there's a term, October surprise, uh, when it comes to an election. There's always an October surprise, right? Uh, last election, it was um, Comey saying, yeah, Hillary broke the law, but we didn't charge her 10 days before uh, the election, right? There's always going to be something that, like, will throw something for a loop it is what it is i don't know steve i think there's gonna be like 20 october surprises this year but like holy crap man there's been a lot of stuff for the last 24 hours and we can talk about the sports betting markets but the real markets are reacting as well overseas and 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 i don't know like where where do we go from here it's been a pretty crazy crazy day i'll tell you that meryl yeah, here's, here's the thing. First of all, i put it in perspective. We talked about it a little bit Tuesday night. Going into the debates on Tuesday night in the international yes, betting markets, Biden, Biden was at like 53.5%. Right after the debates, he was at 58%. By the end of the night, he was 60%, and by Wednesday, he was 61% to be the next president. Last night when the news broke on the COVID around 1, 1 a.m. Eastern time, 
instantly went from 61 up to 65%. He is now back down to about 62.5%. So not much of a move now because of COVID. Here are the two things that have really changed, though, Gabe. And uh, the biggest one has been the Supreme Court odds, which I find fascinating. Yes, Going sir. into the yep. debate before Tuesday night, 95% <laughs> chance that the nominee would be confirmed before the election in November. So almost a sure thing. And now if you and then last night it instantly went down to 71 percent. It's now at 69 percent. However, it doesn't mean they're not going to get confirmed. Here's the big difference between November 3rd and January 20th, which is between the election and between the new president takes over. Was that like one percent Tuesday? Now it's 24 percent. So there's still only a six percent chance it happens after January 20th. So basically the odds went before the election to in between the election and the new president. Um, and I think that makes some sense. I think the reason is because Coney had been around Trump, Mitch McConnell's four other senators had been around Trump, and the thought is it might slow the process now if people have to quarantine. Um, so I think that's a fascinating thing. And here's the last one I want to throw out to you, Gabe, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Going into Tuesday night, they've had odds on would Trump finish his term. They've had this for the whole four years. You know, it's been as low yeah, as 30, yeah, 40 yeah, percent yeah. at one point a couple months ago. <laughs> During yeah. the impeachment stuff a year ago, it was like at 50 percent that he wouldn't have a full term till next January. Tuesday night before the debate, it was 90 percent that he would finish the term, which I thought it should have been 99 percent. I'm like, why would he not finish the next three months? There's a one percent chance he dies, maybe, you know. And now after COVID, it's dropped only 2%. It's 88%, 87.5% now. That makes no sense to me. It's almost like they knew he was going to get me, COVID a week or two ago. To me, it's like Crazy. now's the time to hammer Mike Pence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're just talking gambling. This isn't from any, like, political angle. But that's some crazy stuff that's going on. And I got to tell you, Steve, like, who knows what happens next? I don't know. Like, from a political standpoint, um, great point as far as now. Imagine, like, the... Uh, there's already the brouhaha. Well, you can't put in a Supreme Court judge right before, you know, before an election. And we already went through this four years ago, we all remember, right, with Merrick Garland. So you go through that. I don't know, Steve. I mean, I can imagine a legal battle of you can't put it in. Let's say he loses and they try to put her in, like, after he lost. And they say, well, I'm still here till January. <laughs> like, that's not well, going to be a battle. Is, yeah, the and thing I just want to say, Steve, 51. all of this is unbettable, Steve. Because it's going to end up in the courts. I'm telling you, 2020, this is a crap show, man. It's going to be like Florida on steroids from 2000, Merrill. Right. And we talked about that a few weeks ago, Gabe. Remember my number one tip was don't bet it because you don't know when you're going to get paid out. <laughs> it's like the national anthem props in the Super Bowl. Right. Remember? Christine they Aguilera, go back and yeah. they say, like, it's the, it's the first Chiotic time they words. say brave, not the second time they say brave, that it ends the anthem. Remember? <laughs> it's just total yeah. chaos. Um. Hey, here's a couple quick things. You mentioned Pence. He was at 0.1% last night. He is now at 2%. He was at 2.5% last night. He basically went from 0 to 2% instantly. And guess who else went from 0 to 2% since yesterday? Hillary Clinton to be the next president. Thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. This isn't a movie. But let's just say Joe Biden got ultimately sick and couldn't campaign. Who would they call the pinch hit? I guess that's the Hillary logic. Clinton. Because Harris is only half a percent. Hillary. That's what's interesting, Gabe. Harris is less than one percent. I guess Kamala. That's a good percent. point. Actually, yeah. He's so higher I, than I, the I VP know. nominee. Wow. I've given up on this, Merrill. I can't predict the future with this stuff, Steve. I don't know. You know what I mean? It'd be I, I don't a great know. movie, like, though, uh, wouldn't it? Nobody, oh, was, nobody, nobody, no one would believe the reality that we've lived in this past. Half the people don't believe he has coronavirus. Year. They think it's just a ploy. 
It's a desperation ploy. Well, here's what I will say about that, Gabe. It would have turned out well for him if he had no symptoms at all because then it really would have made it look like, hey, maybe this is everywhere. He would have looked like John Wayne. You're right. Ah, look, I'm fine. I'm tough. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The fact that we all know he's in the hospital with a fever now, Steve, a little different, isn't it, buddy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and and the debate's going to be canceled on Wednesday. He's not going to be able to campaign for two weeks. This is really bad. This is why the odds are rising. You can't show up because you're – who would have thought that Biden would be the healthier one, Steve? Yeah, who would have thought the debate would have been canceled because Trump wasn't there? Wow. I know. That's what I'm saying. I give up, Meryl. I try. I can't give. I can't predict the future anymore with this stuff. And I, like, I don't know. I did pick Trump to win last time, but I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's uh, uh, more with Meryl on the other side. Friday Night Freak Show. Let's do it. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Sports Rage Late Night continues, man, your rage. Crazy, uh, it's, listen, it's been a crazy crazy year. 2020's been crazy. It's going to get uh, nuttier as well. And, Steve, I don't know if you, uh, what was the name of the movie? I think it was um, it was one of those Marvel movies, Mandarin. <laughs> all right? You, you Are you into those movies at all, Meryl? Uh, so, you know, the Not Marvel movies. Not that you Cinnamon Candidate. I remember oh, man, the Denzel you're getting, movie. Remember the Manchurian oh, Candidate? Now. That's some deep stuff. Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> when you said Mandarin, that made me think of that. When I heard man come out. <laughs> you're going to start dropping a Manhattan Project on me now and stuff, too. Old school, Dustin Hoffman, you know? Um, but, yeah, no, the, the, the movie Mandarin, whatever. It's like Robert Downey Jr. And, and it's one of those Marvel movies or whatever. And uh, I think it's Robert Downey Jr. I don't know. But I just remember, like, there's, like, a terrorist-type character in the movie. It's Ben Kingsley that played him. <laughs> There's a, he's a, he's like the terrorist, but it was all these like crazy, like stuff going on and attacks and everything. And he did a video and he was like, he goes, that's just the appetizer. He goes, our final act is set to come. He goes, it's a final act. Like you've never seen before. And as, I just sort of always think of him with, with 2020. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I always get the feeling as crazy as things are. There's something like really looming, <laughs> Steve, you know what I mean? There's something, like, really lurking over us, like, for real. Like, yeah, we're all upset about these petty things, but we're all about to get smashed by a meteor. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, something like that. Like, we have no idea. We're all worried about coronavirus right now. We have no idea. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, yeah, we're about to get smoked by, you know, by an asteroid and a meteor here. Um, But crazy stuff. It leads into the NBA tonight. You know, the the Miami Heat, they get blasted in game one. They're four-and-a-half-point underdogs. Tonight, they end up closing as 10 and a half. They lose by 10. You can't make this stuff up, Steve. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah, by the way, I'm, I'm always very cautious when people can't. I can't wait till 2021. Let's get 2020 over with. I was like, be very careful what you wish yeah, yeah, for. Great call. You know? It's like, oh, it's a great call. We, we still great have our call. economy. The stock market was still at a record high. Like, it's we haven't crashed bad. into a yeah, recession yeah, right. yet. We're playing sports. There's we no still fans. have sports. So what? Bars are right, closing exactly. a little early. I mean, you're right. Like, you know, let's, you're right, Steve. Everyone's like, I can't wait. I, I thought about that, too. I'm like, I don't know. Could be worse. Like, maybe it just continues and it gets worse. You know? Oh, yeah. It could get a lot worse. I mean, we have an NFL game that's canceled already. I mean, that's a bad start right there. That's going to keep happening, I think the the Tennessee-Buffalo game game. will get canceled next week, Steve. I think there's going to be a domino effect because more Titans are testing positive. Now, we did say this, though. We thought baseball maybe wasn't going to last more than one or two weeks when they started, and they carried it on. They've done pretty well since. The NBA, as much as I have problems with the NBA a lot of times with their hypocrisy, they've handled it better than anybody. I will give them credit for that. Um, Damn right they have. It's the best league, Next to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, NBA, the best run league they, in America. They, they got their pulse on society, man. That's my guys. Those are my <laughs> they got guys. Their stuff right straight. There. Yeah, yeah, Your my guys. guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, we, we already had to put an well, asterisk well, listen, next to the Lakers baseball, championship Steve, of the bubble, right? It was a little bit of a circus. I mean, we had team. You know, come on, we played seven inning double header, Steve. Like, hey, pro, like you look at the Cardinals, what they went through, and like the Marlins. And, but on all joking aside, uh, seriously, as far as Tennessee, so Tennessee-Pittsburgh, it caused a domino effect because now the schedule gets uh, whacked out. Now Baltimore's schedule is going to get whacked out. Uh, my Buffalo Bills are playing the Raiders, and these Raider jackasses, you saw they went to a party, a function the other night, no mass, no distancing. My Bills are 3-0, and Steve. What if we go 4-0? and And then we get, we get corona because of these, these clowns. And I'll tell you guys, too, that with coronavirus, so Tennessee Titans play the Minnesota Vikings. Everyone, on, not everyone, but I'm just saying, like, you know, five guys, seven guys. Now it's another two guys, and it's more guys, a uh, bunch of dudes. Everyone around Tennessee keeps getting coronavirus right now. Nobody on the Minnesota Vikings got it, Steve. All right? So now yeah, the strange. NFL has yeah. realized, you know what? What did you guys do in Tennessee? What did you guys do? You know what? Because this isn't normal. Like you said, look, hockey, we all got through it, Steve. If you take care of yourself and, you know, the virus is real at the same point in time, we can go about our lives. And if you stay away from people, you wear a mask, these athletes took care of themselves, Steve, you'll be fine. You can play sports. I think the Titans did something, and I don't know. Like, did they go out? They won a game? Like, what do they do? And the NFL is investigating right now, and Jerry Jones wants blood. Jerry Jones, like, basically said this. He goes, it's not normal. He basically leaked that they're investigating Tennessee for that that they're not innocent in getting coronavirus, Steve. That they brought this upon themselves and now they're exposing because Goodell takes this seriously and the NFL's going great, Steve. So they're gonna be pissed if the Titans are the ones that brought this down. Well, there's so many layers to it though. I mean, what if one of the players' wives went to social with four of her friends and got it for one of them, gave it to the husband, who uh, no. then gave it to the locker room? She you know, there's just baby no shower. Way to know. How the hell do we know? Exactly. And how can that not be happening? Can't imagine that every kid and wife of these I know, players you got to tell the family. You can't go out. Four months. Right, but you know it's got to be happening. You're talking about thousands of people. Um, it's exponential almost. The problem mm-hmm. with the NFL, as you know, Gabe, is that the scheduling is so much more difficult. We can't do a seven-inning doubleheader. We can't take one of the off days in the NBA and have them play two back-to-back nights, you know? So it's going to be a real mess. And we're already seeing it in college football. And look, college football has been a semi-mess so far with the cancellations. Disaster. Notre Dame's getting it's worse. Been a disaster, bro. Um, Let's so be it, real. it's, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. College and, and like you just said at the intro, you, 
Well, you know, the theme of the night, Gabe, is how can it get worse? Man, we might not have an NFL season in three months. That's how it could get a lot worse, you know? Wow, and that's going to be without baseball and basketball. So we're going to have no sports thought, all of a sudden because they're not going to start back up to, what, December maybe? Basketball we and hockey? We have Dr. David Chow um, on. That's my concern. We have Dr. David Chow on. Um, you know, long 17 years position of the team doctor of the Chargers. This guy works with Clay Travis's website. He's far from a pinko commie, Steve. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, like he's far <laughs> from like, yeah. He even wrote an article about like when the guy talked about like heart problems in a big 10, he said it wasn't true. And like, he's pro playing. He's pro like, he's not anti, like he's not, he doesn't make fun of the virus, but he's pro playing. Even him. I asked him the other day. And we were, I, I said point blank about Tennessee, and he told me. He goes, Gabe, it's not good. And he basically sort of insinuated that they've been doing a great job, but you have to follow the guidelines. Maybe the public doesn't and all that, but if you want to play sports and you're an athlete, you must, Steve. You know what I'm saying? You can't go to a strip club. You can't go to a backyard barbecue. You can't do it. You're, it's your career. You're making $12 million a year whatever. You don't know if your cousin, who your cousin's been around, Steve. Like you said, bro. Your wife goes to the hairdresser. Where the hell does that hairdresser go? It's a domino effect, Merrill. And, well, and, exactly and he brought it up. They need to be in a bubble. Yeah, and exactly. And I brought it up. I said, you know what? We're already getting into week four. Hawaii. We're going to try to get through this. They need a playoff bubble, Merrill. Baseball was smart enough to figure it out, and they're morons. Even they said, yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going like to <laughs> one place. You know what I mean? Steve, you can't, we can't pretend to get in the NFL playoffs and have this. Flu season, winter time, outdoors games. Half these teams want fans in their stadium. We need a bubble for the playoffs, Merrill, and we want to guarantee a Super Bowl, brother. Shoot, we, we might not get to the playoffs, so that's the problem. I mean, we're three months away from that still. Hey, you're, not, um, you're no left-wing guy like, like oh, worried about all the virus and everything. I don't want people to think we're being alarmed. I'm just being re- realistic here, Steve. Well, let me say this, though, Gabe. This is one thing that bothers me about all these positive tests is that most of these guys are healthy 20-year-old athletes who are going to have no symptoms more times than not. I wonder if any of these guys even have symptoms. So that's the one thing is that, yes, they technically have the virus. So how about we put them all in a bubble like and if they get it, let them play? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, what, that's what's tricky about this, though. It's kind of like saying they're all testing positive. Most of them have no symptoms. Most of the NBA I guys have no symptoms when they test it. It trickles down, though, Steve. In and baseball, too. The, the baseball coach, guys right? definitely did not. Right, but but well, but there again, there's not that many coaches that are that. Well, the NFL is different. They do have older coaches in the NFL. Um, but with that said, you still have their positive. They got a quarantine and whatnot. But that is something we have to keep in mind. These guys aren't hospital ridden on respirators all of a sudden because they're positive. You know, baseball, we saw that. Those guys no, never no, even had symptoms. Right. The majority of the baseball guys that got it, and that's why they were able to come back and play. And that's why Jimmy Johnson and NASCAR came right back. You know, all these athletes. I've yet to see an athlete really get sick from it, which makes sense because. They're healthy 20-year-olds, and that's not the target. The president's an unhealthy 74-year-old. That's bad news, you know, as far as the demographics this is go. One of those 12, um, getting those back to 12 the NBA, diet though, you know, a day, Merrill. Those 12 diet cokes a day are catching well, up I'm, now. <laughs> and, Gabe, you don't want to hear this probably, and Tony Finn is on next isn't going to want to hear it either, but the four hours of sleep probably isn't great long-term either. And I knew you oh, and Tony hey, don't hey, get hey, a lot of sleep down. either. So. Oh, settle down. I know. So I, I know you don't want to hear that, but that scares hey, me about all Donald of you Trump guys. Donald Trump is healthier I than I am. Every one of you. I don't know if I can live up to no, that. I don't guy's want to hear schedule. that now. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like you're in that guy. None of us could, including me, Gabe. No, nor would I want to. He's our core. No, I don't need any more. Like, yeah, no kidding. No, I know, I know, I know. And listen, all kidding aside, we wish. 
You know, I, I, I used to go on a show, bro, um, and I, whatever. I pissed off the hockey team of the official network. I said something about the Winnipeg Jets. I got banned from the network, but I was on a nice guy, radio host and stuff. Dude, he had like a flash, uh, flash like back injury, Steve, and he, he lost like he, he can't walk right now. Like one day he was fine. Next thing you know, he lost like just like that. And I see this all the time, like with, with health and like people around, like, we kid about all this stuff, Steve, but, you know, as long as we're, you know, we're alive, Steve, we're good, right? 2020, you know, we're doing all right. We're still doing exactly. a show that's right now. We're still betting show. on sports. We're still betting on sports. We're still having fun. That, we're still laughing. Exactly. Don't ever question about, like, hey, I'm waiting for 2021. I can't wait till 2021 gets here. Get 2020 out of the way. Whatever, man. We've got sports. We, none of us are living outside in the shack right now because we still have an economy for the most part. That's what concerns Imagine. me, by the way, down the road is, all this Imagine free money. Even 2023, you know, that's gonna... exactly. 2023 is going to be like 1930. Violence in the streets. People are going to be like, man, I miss 2020. <laughs> we need we we need a little bit of that. We got too many soft Americans. It's been since what World War II, 70 years. Yeah, Anyone been a struggle in this country? Exactly. I mean, and, and most of those people aren't alive anymore to tell people to toughen up. That's the problem, right there in a nutshell. We need more World War II veterans to tell people to suck it up. Yeah, my grandfather used to, always used to say, I said, how you doing, Gramps? He said, any day above ground's a good day. And he was in World War II. All right, uh, we're going to get into the NBA, NFL, college football on the other side with Merrill. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet 100 bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Speaking of college football, you know, I feel like a moron because I told you guys on Game Time Decisions tonight how good of a football team BYU is this year. And then at the same point in time, I was like, but, oh, man, we're getting 24 points with Louisiana Tech. And old Skip Holtz, usually a very live dog, um, but um, you know, did did not happen uh, this evening, as a BYU beats them 45 to 14. Interesting, Steve, as far as the total was concerned. Uh, word of no lie, and I'm not one of these guys that's a hipster that tell, oh, I got it earlier in the week and all that. But at the same point in time, like you were talking about earlier, I don't sleep, Steve, as you know. So, um, and you were up last night. I saw you up real late tweeting about the the election odds. Uh, but I don't sleep. But so last night, Steve, I looked, and it was about, you know, 3.30, 4 in the morning, West Coast time, Pacific time, you know, like 6, 7 in the morning, East Coast time. And I'm still up, and I'm like, you know, I like the over this game. And it was um, it was 59 at one spot, and it was 59 at, at another. And I saw it at 59, and I told myself, this is going to go up. The total is going to go up. I'm going to bet it right now at 59. I actually forgot, Steve, when I woke up this morning. All right, it was one of those in the afternoon. I logged in to bet some baseball. And then I see, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot. I bet that game last night at 59. Well, Merrill, we landed at 59. So does that make me a sharp? Not quite. 
It was 56 Because I didn't win. Week. But it did close. Uh, I, I had to get it. It, it closed at 61 no, I'm not and a sharp. half. So you're not a square. Yeah, you're not, not a, a square, loser, but yeah. you're not a complete sharp. I don't, no, I don't know. It, it's a push. It's it, it's really what it should be because you got it right in the middle. But, yeah, Gabe, it was as low as 54 at some spots, 56 ah. on Monday. Um, as you said, 59 closed, what, 61 and a half lands on 59. And because the so-called sharp. Hey, that's like, a big move. I know Bobby does it. Like, Bobby hits like three, five thousand dollars seven thousand dollars $7,000 on these totals earlier in the week. The, 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 the big-time bettors really do bet these totals early in the week, don't they, Steve? Well, there's a remedy. You know, I've always said if you want to see what the most beatable sports are, you look at the house limits. And the biggest limit is the NFL. So that tells you that's probably the toughest sport to beat long-term. College basketball is the smallest because of the little niche schools like the CAA that I follow, like William & Mary, into those schools, you get some real good information the odds makers don't have. But over-under lines are always, as you know, Gabe, the limits are always much lower than sides yeah. because the numbers are softer. They're not as accurate, and they do move more for that reason, and there's definitely some sharp money that does very well betting them. And, yeah, 56 up to 61 and a half. And I had BYU minus 24 tonight for my clients. Uh, they won by 31, but, you know, hey, look, if La Tech gets a garbage touchdown, it could land on 24 as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. amazing how sharp these numbers are. I tell you what, BYU's a good football team this and year, the though. the Campbell game, team. by the way, they won by a 42, ah. and that was 34. That was one score away. Ah, I mean, Wake Forest game over Campbell. I was on Campbell. I was on Campbell plus the points. They the were Campbell's, 3-0 against right? the spread, Steve. Yeah, the fighting Camels. The Campbells. <laughs> yeah, the fighting Camels. <laughs> <laughs> great name. I still maintain. I don't know what you feel it about this. It is a great this, name. But- out of all the names and birds and everything and animals, no team named Pigeons. Right? You know what I mean? I know it's not the most gracious yeah, animal, yeah. but, like, come on. Like, we, we there's aardvarks and hogs. and you, you name it. We got every stupid, every stupid name is out there. Pigeons are tough, bro. They're resilient. They're tough. Uh, I, I, we're, we're missing out on this. But the Fighting Camels might be the best name in sports. And their logo, Steve, is actually like a C with a with a camel. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a camel's is like ferocious, but they're big and strong. I guess pigeons are too small. Although you have blue jays and cardinals. Blue jays, that cardinals, redbirds. So. Let's go on. Come on, man. Got a yeah, bunch of little redbirds on a helmet. They'd have to Come be on. a New York team. No, but the thing is, a pigeon's the tough. The Brooklyn pigeons would be. Like, a, yeah, yeah, the Brooklyn pigeons. Like it, it needs tough. to be it's a baseball team. You. What, what a, a far, like the, a the Brooklyn team, Pigeons. Right? That, the, the Staten Island Pigeons or something like that? Yeah, the Brooklyn like Pigeons would be a great name. I like it for a yeah, New York team. Like right, the Long Island Pigeons I, well, or the Brooklyn yeah, Pigeons. But, no, I'm telling you, Staten Island. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Staten Island Pigeons. You're right. People would love it, too. You get like a pissed-off pigeon on the good. hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> that so would be great. So well, Rich, you know, my local team here, Richmond's the Flying Squirrels. When they lost the Braves a few years ago, they got a double A oh, team. They're the I didn't Flying know that. Squirrels. It's fantastic. I went to a game a year ago. I did not know you guys were not. I know. That's how all those teams stay in business, Steve, right? They sell T-shirts and merchandise to their, their crazy names. I've been to Richmond. And, you know, it was when I was at the Super Bowl. Houston, uh, I was at the Super Bowl in Houston, New England and, um, and Carolina, the Nipplegate, years ago. It was 2003 or whatever the hell it was. And, uh, yeah, quite the Four, stories, yeah, guys. Oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that, but I got kicked out of the NFL Media Center, Steve. <laughs> I got banned. I got kicked out of the NFL Media Center. And, uh, yeah, big brouhaha. Um, and then I got stranded there. So I actually had to take a bus, Steve. $99. 
across America in those days. I took a bus from, uh, I took a bus across America, Steve. I got on the bus, hammered after the Super Bowl at about midnight. And uh, I didn't get home until Thursday morning, bro. Imagine, I lived five days on a Greyhound bus, Steve. You're laughing, I know. You had quite the experience. Now, how do you, you not have a book, Gabe? I mean, how is this not oh, one I'm of the writing. chapters I in the book? I swear to God, I'm writing. Write. Sports, drugs, and rock and roll. I'm writing it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, no, it's to. coming for the 20th anniversary. You should have, Steve. I got stories on his bus. And we stopped in every town, Steve, like Baton Rouge, Charlotte, Atlanta, you name the town. We stopped in it. And I stopped in Richmond. And as you know, the bus station's right across the street from the stadium. They had the big Braves right logo and everything. Right on, like, right off 95. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, wow. And I, I saw the stadium and I said, now I know. I said, what a motivating factor for Braves to get the hell out of here. Like, I remember standing outside the stadium. I was like, man, I was like, wow. Like, this is their farm team. This is where they play. It's one of the murder capitals the of diamond. America. The diamond. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's right off the exit of 95, the diamond. So they it's lost the AAA Braves, and now they have a double like A uh, San Francisco bro. Giant affiliate. No, it's not. I'll tell you what else isn't good, Gabe. I was riding a shuttle bus back from a NASCAR race like 10 years ago in 07. It's actually September of 07. And the window, it was a shuttle lot to one of the auxiliary parking lots like a few miles away. And you get busted. <laughs> and it goes to a real bad neighborhood. As you can imagine, they don't build a lot of good race tracks and baseball stadiums in good neighborhoods, which goes without <laughs> saying. That's like Camden Yards in Baltimore was like a warehouse district. You know, the <laughs> National's new park was in the bad part of D.C. Yeah. that they're now building up. But uh, the window breaks, and we thought a rock had been thrown at it or whatever. I think later we found it might have been a bullet. So, yeah, it's some good stories for Rich- Richmond. Richmond is literally one of those cities. I'd go to the Colonial Athletic. Uh, I'd go to the Richmond Coliseum where the Spiders used to play, where they had the CAA basketball tournament yeah, like 10 yeah, years yeah, yeah. I went up there to watch William and Mary. And, I, and I'm leaving, and I literally swear to God, it's the only time in my life I literally crossed over railroad tracks, and it was like night and day. It was like in a vacation where they're like, roll them up. And it's like I've never in my life really seen the other side of the tracks been so literal in a city, but that's how Richmond is. Like it's night or day. You take one turn. Dude. It goes from a great neighborhood to a sketchy neighborhood and then back to a good neighborhood. Um, Virginia, and yeah, the I baseball stadium is like right on an exit off the interstate. As a whole, what a state Virginia is in that sense, Steve, like what diversity you have in that sense. I like the upper yeah. tier CIA, Pentagon, Washington, politician, money, lobbyists, ultra suburbs, from like everything, a little bit of everything, like middle class, upper rich, snotty stuff, ultra poverty, total hood, murders. Like Virginia's got it all, Merrill. <laughs> Bristol and Martinsville. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, well, Virginia Beach. <laughs> you and I, listen, for people tuning in, exactly. I know the beach, you got everything. You got like every sort of thing of life, exactly, like society. But for people who don't know, we got, we got me and Merrill have only went once. State. Me and Merrill have only met once, and it was in Vegas right. years ago. It was in Vegas. And I told the story the other night, Steve, and it was gold. I told the story about the PBA bowling there, <laughs> and you wrote up to us. And you're like, that's right. I forgot hey, guys, about I was that, watching Gabe. the bowling, yeah, I and I think that. it's going on here. Remember, I said, yeah, it's going on. I just saw the banners. Sun- Remember the- Sunset Station. Yeah. <laughs> we pulled all ways <laughs> That was there. funny. That was such so a me- long weekend, too. You talk about not much sleep. <laughs> yeah, me, Cam, and Shell Dog from L.A., and Frank and Ball are there, and we roll in, I forget. It's like 7 in the morning. I roll into the sports book. Me and Cam, we're up all night. We're, like, hammered, whatever. We're worse than hammered. 
And there's Steve. Hey, Steve. And me and Cam were rolling in, and Steve was getting breakfast. And you remember you had your, like, Shake Shack or whatever, Johnny Rocket milkshake. You're like, hey, guys, <laughs> you're all fresh. And me and Cam were, like, all wasted at 6 in the morning. Like, hey, Steve. But, yeah, me and Steve only met once years ago in Vegas. It was a great weekend. It was, like, it was the old covers.com days, and it was me, Steve Merrill, Teddy Covers, Mark Lawrence, Dave Malinsky, Cam Stewart, and me. What a crew. What a crew. It was great stuff. Remember we went to the Oregon State UNLV game? Uh, well, what a great time. Yeah, that's going to make uh, the book. Yeah. Clawson, and we covered, we covered the spread. The book, remember, man. you were there. Remember when the back of the court, Omar yeah. Clayton, the quarterback of UNLV gets hurt, guys. Omar Clayton. God, I got a good memory. Hey, Omar Clayton. <laughs> so Omar Clayton, the quarterback of UNLV Clawson. gets hurt. And I'm like, oh, my God, because he's the best player in UNLV. Suck. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, God, Clayton's out. Hey, who's this Clawson guy? I'm like, oh, God, this kid He's sucks. I'm like, the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, this kid sucks. Our bad He's screwed. my brother. <laughs> and then this girl beside me goes, hey, shut up. And she goes, that's my brother. And I go, who's your brother? She goes, uh, the quarterback. <laughs> you're calling an idiot. And I look behind me. It's like, I'm it's his like father. People I'm his there mother. With the family. I'm his father. I'm his mother. And then, remember, he started making plays, and by the end of the night, Steve, I'm hugging the family. Oh, your kid's amazing, man. Like, we covered the number. Oh. But <laughs> that was a great night, Steve. That was a fun time. All, Gabe, all I remember about that stadium is it was 11 p.m. Eastern kickoff. We did like a three-hour radio marathon and still had time to all get together and go to the game still because it didn't start till like 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Vegas time. <laughs> First quarter, like in the lower section, there was like a big Bruja fight. Remember, like, and this is, you know, it's technically like a college stadium, even though it's not. You know, it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, it's like, like an empty parking stadium, lot yeah. where they had the stadium. Yeah, it's a gravel yeah, parking lot. Yeah, we had like five chain link fences to find our way in and out. Yeah, it was a it was a mess, but that was a funny weekend. And um, yeah, the one thing we had in common when we saw each other Sunday morning is neither one of us had slept. Unfortunately, because I'd be working in my NFL. I was opening weekend of the NFL that Sunday. I was up all night working. And, um, yeah, NFL kickoff and on ESPN at noon kicked off the pregame show and went to PBA Bowl and it said live from Sunset Station. I'm in the hotel room, and I'm like, shit, this is right below me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, something. and I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep, so I was very confused for a couple minutes there until you guys yeah, told me there was a bowling alley or, yeah, in the Sunset yeah, yeah, yeah. Station. Yeah, because I remember seeing you in the yeah, morning. Yeah, it was like the day said, before, though, or said, something. You said, hey, guys, I just saw bowling on here. And remember me and Cam said, we just went bowling, man. We were there. Like, because we went wasted. It all and came we together. Bet, yeah, we bet. And they had the banners up and everything. And like, yeah, we, we thought it was so cool. We were bowling on the same place that like the Pete Weber and everyone was bowling. It was like golfing on a real right, course the pros or something. Had just been there. Yeah, we were like, man, this is a real it, pro it bowling alley. Yeah, exactly. It oh, bumped your score by like 30 points automatically. So I was going to say, Steve, so you and I met in Vegas. You, We got to do it. Life life is short. We talked about it. When life gets to normal, I got the bottle of wine here. Sonoma. We got to do it, buddy. Sonoma. We got to go out to Sonoma, California. NASCAR race in Sonoma. And we go to a San Francisco giant game, not just the NASCAR. You know what I mean? We go to baseball, beautiful stadium there. Yeah, I'm in, man. I'm in. And we go to Oakland A's right there as well. That's a nice stadium. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, let's stay in San Francisco. <laughs> More Merrill on the other side. More trades late night continues. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Shout out to our man Yang at Master Control, Midtown, uh, Manhattan. I don't know what's going on tonight for the Friday Night Freak Show. Our chat is kind of uh, tame tonight. I think YouTube had some problems earlier. I know Scotty had some uh, some problems uh, earlier. Uh, Scotty Farrell, I uh, love Scotty Farrell. Uh, but no, our chat our chat is rolling. But I'm gonna say I'm almost surprised we don't have trolls out tonight. Normally the trolls are out in full force. Uh, but you need trolls. Right? You need you need you need, you need the trolls. As uh, as part of the uh, the tapestry that is sports talk radio, Steve Merrill kicking it with us uh, right now. Uh, so Steve, yeah, NBA Finals kind of anticlimactic uh, right now. Uh, Major League Baseball off for a couple of days. You know, I, it was nice from a a viewer standpoint. I can't lie, Steve, I didn't do well with the baseball wild card rounds. And it's crazy because I killed the baseball season. Like my baseball picks were good. Yet it was rough, man. I, I had some problems uh, with this stuff this week. But moving forward uh, right now, uh, and we'll get into football in level two here, but uh, New York Yankees are minus 132 uh, series favorites over the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays are plus 114. The Rays were 8-2 and two this year. In the 10 games, they were 8-2 and two against the Yankees. And they swept them in New York. And now they're going to be playing on a neutral field uh, out there in San Diego. So uh, New York Yankees minus 132, Tampa Bay Rays are plus 114. I think the Rays are going to beat them, Steve. Yeah, I think there's probably some value with the underdog. Probably value no matter who was the dog in that series, to be honest. Um, If you had told me Cleveland was going to put up all those runs and get swept, I wouldn't have seen it coming. Cleveland was my dark horse with that pitching staff, but they um, just couldn't keep up offensively. You know, the Yankees offense, now that it's healthy, looks really dangerous, but I think Tampa has the better overall pitching still for a five-game They got the series. pitching to, to match Garrett it. Cole's going to have to get it done for the Yankees. And you know, Steve, listen, the Rays beat Garrett Cole twice in a span of a week. I know once Cole didn't get technically yep. the loss, but nevertheless, he didn't win the game. The Rays beat him when he started. And then, like, they, his next start was against them again. And then they beat him, beat him again. The Rays aren't scared of the Yankees. I think they're a live dog. All right, Merrill's going to hang around for a segment. Pony Finn's going to join us as well. Things are going to get off the hook. Let's do it. Bring it. 